0: Hello, and welcome to the How To CEO podcast. I'm your host, Murray Newlands. The world has changed. When you chose to become a CEO, everything changed. You can crash and burn, or you can get amazing advice, amazing tips from people who know how to build great companies, and you can build an amazing product. I'm really excited uh, today to be speaking with Yuri, Uri from Tori. Um, he has an amazing story. Uh, we've actually met in person, uh, in collision in Canada. Uh, I'm from England. He's just moved to America from Israel and setting up home in New York. Uh, we both come all, halfway around the world to set up businesses in America. Uh, he previously, uh, he hit fame, uh, as one of the, uh, the founders of, of Meerkat, which, um, and those of you who've been around a while might know, uh, was a, a darling in the social media space for a while and now has a, a new venture. So, Uri, thank you very much. Uh, I'd love you to give a bit more information about yourself so that, uh, the, so that those listen, everyone listening knows a little bit more about you.
1: All right. Thank you for uh, inviting me. Uh, and it's great to reconnect after Collision when back then we announced our seed funding for Tori. Um, so yeah, I'm Uri, I'm the CEO and founder of Tori. Um, we started about three years ago. Um, and that was one of my uh, passions about, you know, the way people interact with software and the way companies interact with software. Uh, and on my previous venture, Meerkat was consumer, right? Totally different from what we're doing today. Um, but when I left back then, when I left Meerkat, uh, which later also was house party and recently sold epic. Um, I had three things in mind that I knew I want to do. I want to I want to solve um, a big problem, a nagging problem that is just getting bigger, and it needs to be in a way that is innovative and above all simple, right? And when you look at companies and software today. You know, you see SaaS pretty much took over everything we're using and evolved dramatically in the last 10 years, right? And something was still left behind, which is the gray side of SaaS or the boring side of SaaS, which is the way we manage that. And that fascinates me, and that's kind of what led me to build Tori. And it was one of my daily pains when American House Party grew, um, and you know we were using more and more tools, and we got more and more people. And all these tools are—they have great impact on your growth and and your efficiency in the company by becoming very hard to manage. Um, so that's what brought me to build that story.
0: So you've been a. Uh co-founder of lots of companies and you're CEO of this company uh, Why? why, what makes you take, what made you take the decision to become a, a CEO? Um, and, and having done that before and, and why, you, because you've seen the pain of the journey, right? Yeah. You've, you've seen the pain of the CEO from before. Why, why did you choose to become CEO this time? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I've seen the pain and, and, and in the entire roller coaster or of uh, my previous company, we've seen a lot of pains and uh, wins, and I've been to the top and to the bottom. Um, but then I had this idea about uh, you know there should be a software to manage all software, and I just wanted to make it happen and and build it. And the obvious uh, side was uh, to start it from scratch and and build it myself. And I was well, blessed with two co-founders that joined me uh, to start this road, um, Oriental, the, both of them with crazy um, technical and product background, and what, sh- what kind of allowed me to be the CEO and you know kind of take a bit off the tech side and the product side, which I was managing in Meerkat and House Party, the entire product and tech team. Um, so I had the managerial experience from there managing the entire site in Israel, but the CEO part is a bit different,
0: right? What type of personality do you think you need to have to become CEO? And when do you think you're ready to take on that role?
1: Uh, that's a tough
0: question. Um, I think
1: uh, it's also a part of being CEO and founder, right? Um, I think you need to have a thick skin um uh, because the the journey is um uh, full of uh, surprises and full of rejections all over the place right whether the first people you hire and the investments you're looking for the first customers um and it's all about um chicken and egg problem solving right and it's you need to choose that right it's not like um oh this is the chicken and egg we can we can solve it right because everywhere you go, there's a chicken and an egg problems. And it's part of the startup life and part of the CEO of the startup, right? Why would the first customer join you when are no customers? Why would the first employee join you when uh, you have nothing? Uh, why would anyone invest uh, where no one invested before? And it keeps on going. And every day there's a new chicken and egg bar. So I think that's something that you need. Want at least, or have the passion for solving these kind of problems.
0: So, you're solving the problem of how to manage multiple SaaS uh, 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 tools. How exactly are you doing that? Right. So, there are many,
1: it's, it's kind of a new pain and a new category that uh, companies didn't experience that a few years ago. So it's it's both challenging for us as we need to educate the market. Uh, But at the same time, it's an opportunity for us to kind of pave the road of, you know, what are the best practices for managing multiple SaaS tools in a distributed environment and when everything can connect to everything. So the way it works is that uh, we first automatically map uh, what is being used, how much is being used, how much you pay for that. On top of that, we have a layer of insights, right? And that's the obvious. um, So so my background is product, right? And that's the obvious development of SaaS product, right? It starts from uh, visibility, and then after you get all the data, all right, show me the insights. But then you have the insights layer. So then, you know, some action items. And then comes the part of the next layer. Why don't you automate it for me? Um, so, this is how we see the future of Tori and the future of SaaS management, it's about building this autonomous IT. So we have the layer of visibility and automatic discovery. On top of that, we have the insights and the, the system that learns and, and show you what you need to do and what actions need to be done. And on top of that is actually creating the automated, automated workflows and get everything to, to work by itself. Um, and it's crazy. <laughs>
0: That seems like if I think about it from um, I'm obviously doing, I'm doing a lot of work about uh, fundraising. It seems like a huge market you're going after, but also like very hard. Technically there's millions of SaaS tools out there. Uh, There's, there's ever an an increasing new new SaaS tools that will blow up and become popular. Um, It it seems like you're taking on a a big challenge there. And you're right. It's also, it's not, it's not necessarily sexy. Um, it's not, uh, it's not autonomous cars. It's not, um, curing cancer. Um, why this problem? (laughs)
1: Um, yeah, so, um, it's also the transition I made from, you know, um Meerkat and House you can say they are like the sexiest part of startup consumer live streaming celebrities, yeah, actually um something that uh, you can tell your grandmother and she knows what it does. Right. Yep. If I tell uh, my grandmother about SaaS management, she doesn't know even where to start, right? Um and so it was important for me to solve a real problem that the company has that I face really on a daily basis. And I think it's just getting started, right? Um, and there's something that I think uh, that um, we can deliver from the, the consumer and user experience world into the world of enterprise and build a really um, innovative solution in a, in a place that is very grayish or Perceived as boring, and that's also part of the 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 junction or the role that IT has in many companies, right? And I think um, that's kind of also the interaction um, when you see CEO with IT, right? So if they are in many places, IT perceived as a, just another cost cost center, yep. and they're being called to the, to the to the table when something goes wrong, when something doesn't work, right? Instead of uh, um, thinking of the IT as part of the business enabling um, part, right? And when you have so many uh, tech and software and also hardware in place and every company becomes tech company, no matter what industry you are, right? Um, Then IT and and systems, they are becoming the... um, the advantage or the part that the company really can really excel with, right? And if you bring them to the table early on, that becomes something totally different. If IT speaks the language of marketing, if they know what KPIs the marketing are talking about. And this is, I think, something that Tori can change in the way that um, the, the triangle of company and people and software.
0: And in many senses uh given that your hope your plan is to be able to accelerate um, accelerate startups accelerate what they 're able to do do more achieve more um you're enabling people to uh to achieve their dreams, which will be companies which will uh, uh change our lives and be potentially be sexier um so uh, you say you, you've started this recently and you've moved to New York. Why have you moved to New York?
1: So usually that's, that's an obvious uh, transition for Israeli tech startup to start product and R&D in Israel. And then um, usually one of the founders or uh, someone um, sit and go to market is moving to the main target market. And for us, that's the US. Um, I mean, all over the world, I believe, you're going to have uh, companies that are um, that in the need for SaaS management or will need SaaS management. We already have customers all over. But um, the early adopters of products like Tori are tech companies and rapid growth companies, which you have much more in the U.S. Um, and therefore, they are. you see much more companies that are SaaS-based environment in the U.S. And that's my mission here. Right, building the go-to-market team, which we started in the last couple of months, and our next financial round that will probably take place some sometime next year. Partnerships with uh, different um, parts, um, and I think that's also part of the CEO role, right? Right, mm-hmm. and kind of the transition, in the, which is different from my previous role in in and House party, which was the same, right? We started R and D and product in Israel, then. Uh, um, My co-founder was the CEO. He moved to the Valley, um, and there he stayed there for a while in Israel.
0: Why, uh, why New York? Why not Silicon Valley? Given, uh, given the yeah, uh, the amount of SaaS? being Silicon Valley. That's a good question. I've been asked a lot about it.
1: And to be honest, um, it's mainly for having more um, time together for both the Israeli team and the US team. Um, From my previous experience, when we built a company in Israel and in Silicon Valley, um, Mm -hmm. you have very few hours of uh, where you can kind of everyone works together. And when you move to the East Coast, you get at least a few more hours. And in the early stage, that means a lot. The sales can talk to developers, customer success can talk to product, and everyone can talk to each other um when we st- you still don't have these processes in place and you still don't have the machine working right um so the 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 um the personal communication means a lot um so that that was the main reason right and my bo- both of my, my co founders they have they had different experience like tal or c t o um, their company was starting in Israel The his previous company visible started in Israel uh, There and D and then they moved to New York and it was better experience for them than what we've had house in, party in America and Uri was also managing a company in Israel where their headquarters were in Sweden um, So we we know how it is to to manage companies on both sides, and that was mainly great
0: And you've just, uh, you've just, uh, you closed some, um, funding only more, we, we more recently, uh, tell me about that journey and, and why you, that was successful.
1: Um, (coughs) that's definitely a journey. (laughs) Um, every time you, you like in the early stages, um, Funding is more about the team, the founders. Uh, as, as the company grows, it becomes more about the product, the success, the metrics, right? And we're still in the, in the stage of uh, it's, it, the first round of funding, which was pretty much where we started, was pretty much about us, the three of us, yeah. and our record, and our history, and our capabilities. Um, then the, our latest round, which was um, um, announced recently in May, that was more about, you know, getting to product market fit, touching some place that is interesting and uh, kind of um, warming or becoming a category and to be um, one of the first in the category. There's something that is um, appealing for investors. And to that the vision for us, that is um, not just about, you know, um, managing licenses it's really about building this autonomous ID. So you won't have to do all these tasks around managing all the tools, um, but there will be a software to do that for you.
0: No, that's, that's, that's great. Um, if people, uh, well, let me ask another question. If you, um, who do you admire as a CEO? Who do you think is doing a great job? And maybe not someone who's like, who's like super famous, Who are some CEOs out there who are in your circle who you think they just do great work? Oh, yeah. I can think of uh, several of them.
1: Um, I see, um, you know, there are the visionary CEOs like uh, Steve Jobs, and there's uh, the more of uh, the people slash execution CEOs. Um, I think... Um I see more of the middle ground or the people that are kind of more the execution or thinking forward or getting the vision to the to the right place. Um that kind of thing. I think um Okta's CEO, uh, he is doing a, a very interesting job in something that is um Ray Kloster at Todd McKinnon, uh, that, you know, it's started kind of 10 years ago, single sign-on, then goes into many different directions and kind of leading the way. That's that's a very interesting way of paving or, you know, building a new category.
0: Interesting, interesting. If people want to help you, how can they do that? Who's, a, who's someone that you really want to connect with?
1: All right. Um, so for me, um, as the CEO was a kind of a chameleon, right? When, if you say in the first year of being a CEO, my focus was around uh, product and tech building that second year was about, uh, you know, starting and, uh, touching customers and, and, and sales, uh, doing sales myself and Uri, my co-founder this year is really about building the sales and go to market team. So these are things that I'm constantly learning and I uh, can get advice from everyone about um, go to market, building the team, partner with the relevant partner, um, and introduction to customers. That always
0: good. <laughs> okay. I think that's uh, that's it for me. Uh, Uri, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, you've been a great guest. It's great to reconnect. Uh, thank I'm, you. I'm sorry that you moved to New York and not Silicon Valley. I look forward to you coming out and hopefully we can connect again in person uh, next time you're out here.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity and I would love to meet uh, again face-to-face and also if you are here in the East Coast.
0: Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm Murray Newlands, your host of the How to See Your podcast. Thank you for listening, thank you for subscribing and I look forward to speaking next time. Thank you.